Hey Chili's, hope you're having a great week. We have another awesome episode as usual. But before we get into that, I just wanted to thank my first ever Patreon member, Katie Veproskas. <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right. I'm pretty sure I'm not. Veproskas. I think that's right. Anyway, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm so excited for the Patreon. I have everything scheduled. So starting May, you'll be able to see the horror scope for May. And uh, I have a lot of fun games coming down the line. So definitely look out for that. And um, yeah, other people, if you want to hop on the Patreon and get a little bit more content, uh, you can check out our link tree on our Instagram at Real Chills Podcast. Uh, Other than that, our guests, there were multiple this week. We had Francis O'Connell, Kathleen Getz, and Dan Getz. And that name might be familiar to you because it's my boyfriend. And then his family, his grandma was on uh, to talk about an old ghost uh, that was haunting both her and uh, Dan's mom. Also, uh, we had Dan on so he could promote his podcast returning. It's called Blanketing Covers, him and his co-host take a song that's been covered a lot of times and and kind of rate the covers, talk about the history behind it. It's a really fun show. I actually was on it doing the history of Scott. I believe that comes out next week. And um, yeah, it's a really great show. Again, that's called Blanketing Covers. So if you're into music, into stuff like that, definitely give it a listen. You're listening to Real Chills with Meg Getz. Real scary, real silly, real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. Meg here. We have a really special episode. We have a couple guests, but before we introduce everybody, we'll start with my boyfriend Dan. Dan, how you Hello. doing? Thanks for being on the show again. Yeah, I'm I'm on in my own capacity this time, not <laughs> yeah. just hearing what Christmas ghosts. Yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, you actually have some of your own stories, kind of technically. Sort of. I, I co-opted <laughs> some stories from your family. Yeah. Um. So as you know, we always start by asking our guests the same question, and that question is, where do you stand on the paranormal? Are you more of like a true believer or, uh, you know, a skeptic? I think I land closer to true believer just because of how much I've heard the story that we're going to hear. Fair, yeah. So you've heard it like growing up? Yeah. My my grandmother. Hi grandma. Hi. <laughs> we, we we brought my grandmother in to tell the story herself because every time I hear it there's new details. So we're just gonna get the whole thing. <laughs> It's the same all the time. There's just, there's added elements every time of, of what they're carrying and how they were leaning. Maybe you don't listen. Oh. I, I think I have it all now, <laughs> but just to be sure. But yeah, so I, I think having heard this story since I could remember anything, I think that makes me believe that ghosts are real. Yeah, totally. So yeah, which I guess we could ask... How do you feel about the paranormal? Is it just this story, or are you like, do you believe in it in general? Oh, I believe in it 100%. Is it, is it like, do you go looking for it? No. They or is it, you're just like open to it? probably come to me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best, yeah, when, they, when you don't have to seek it out. It just finds you. Yeah. So do you want to tell the story? Yeah, if you'd like to hear it. Of Absolutely. course, yeah. Okay. Are you going to introduce Oh, oh yeah. yes. Oh. 
We should say your actual name, not just grandma. Francis O'Connell, welcome. <laughs> you should probably introduce your mom. <laughs> this oh, episode we, is so chaotic. I was going to bring her in when it was okay. time for her. All but right. yeah, my mom's also here. <clears throat> That'll make sense later. Well, your mom makes a lot of sense because what happened happened in front of her room. That's true. Although you don't have a specific memory of it happening, right? You were none at all. You were young, young. Um, no, it probably would have been probably would have been between seventh grade and graduating from high school. So old, I should have been old to enough remember to remember. Things. So I have no recollection. Yeah. So what is what is the story? Okay. Oh, we had four children. Two boys, two girls slept in the same in their own bedroom, and they're. Father insisted that the doors be kept open at night. He didn't want them closed. They had to be open. And our bedroom is in direct line of our daughter's room. So I, I could lay in bed and see her door. So your, your door had to be open also. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All the doors. So I saw this man standing in front of my daughter's door. He's dressed in army clothes. And he was smoking a cigarette. And he was there every night, pretty much. My husband would get up and go look for him because he couldn't see him. That's wild. And then he would disappear. Okay. This went on for years. We didn't tell any of the kids about it. Because we were already freaked out enough living in our house. Well, it's... Why it's weird f- because if we if we post a picture of the house now, it's just in a development. Right, yeah. But that wasn't what it was then. Why? Right? We, Why had, we had down? woods on one side of us oh, and a big old lake and farm behind us, so there was a lot of open space. That you ice skated to, on. You. Yes. To to Aww. get into our house, you never used the front door. You always had to go around the, the back of the house where it was dark and spooky and yeah. It was, yeah, it was never a comfortable place to be by yourself. That's how I feel when I go to Meg's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it still it's has very, that vibe. very reminiscent of your house. Not only was it big like that when we first moved into it, or we didn't move into it yet. It was muddy because there was no grass down yet. <clears throat> and uh, I went to see it, and I stepped in mud and couldn't get out. Oh, really? <laughs> so this house is quicksand. I couldn't, I couldn't get out. I couldn't get out. I was by myself. I could not get out. I thought, what am I going to do? I finally got the boots off because I literally couldn't get them out of the mud. Wow. So they're, they're still they're, there? They're still there. There's grass growing out of them. They're still there. They're still there. Yeah. Oh, that's really so it was an interesting house. So when, when, did you, when you first saw the person, like the first time, were you like freaking out about oh, it? Oh, yeah, of course. And how, how long did it take for that to go away? That it, like, you're just like, oh, that guy's here again. No, it never went away. Every time you saw him, you got upset. Yeah. It's very interesting. He just lived there. Did, did and he... when we sold the house, we never told anyone. <laughs> you didn't tell anyone? That is the thing that, that makes and the house is, yeah. And the house so has been funny. sold so many times since then. Oh. I often wonder if, if that's why. I, I do kind of want to do a follow-up and just like, cold call the address the and house. be like, hey, so is there ever just a guy? <laughs> yeah, hanging out in the upstairs hallway. So does he do anything? Yeah, does he ever no, react just to you? There. No, just And smokes there. a cigarette, of course. Does no. he seem like he's there for a good reason, I guess? Well, like, I don't or is know. he just like Well, as there? soon as, as, soon like as a... Pat went, went after him, he disappeared. So crazy. 
Can I carry it forward to your? No, he'll do that. So, um, was it was it always in my doorway? That's the only place I ever saw him. Huh. Did he move at all? Like no, no, just stood no, there. like pacing, no nothing, just leaning he on just the door. Stood there. Like he just stood there smoking his cigarette. Did he look real? Like a? Did oh, he, absolutely. He real. looked like a real person was oh, yeah. standing there yeah. in full. Yeah. Wow. And that's why Pat would get up with his golf club and go to get him, and of course he disappeared. Then. How did he react? He couldn't see it. He so just like, he was just like, my, my crazy wife is making me get out of bed again. I get, like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, I got the golf club. Here we okay. go. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yeah. I got him. No, that's a serious question, though. Like, did, was he frustrated? Did he just get up and do it? His dad? Dad, yeah. Was he just, like, looking for Oh, he was looking for her because, because that goes with the basement, too, and you don't want to hear that story yet. Okay. <clears throat> I mean. So there could be two of them. I, I do want to hear the the basement story also because that one is brand new to me. I just heard that for the first time this week. But there there's more to this ghost story that I find very interesting. The part that that makes it feel very real to me that that does push me to that true believer side is why you're here to corroborate the wedding, yeah. this story, where yes. everybody was back at that house after your wedding and. Feel free to pick it up from there. <laughs> yes. So at my wedding, my best friend from from seventh grade through high school lived down the street from us. We had very similar houses in the neighborhood. So it was pretty much every house you went into looked the same. You knew where to turn for the bathroom, whatever. She slept in the same room as me in her house. And I pretty much, after we became friends, slept there a couple times a month like I was always oh, down at her house bought it, over there. <laughs> it could be the ghost was following me mom who knows <laughs> um but what ended up happening was my girlfriend now in their house didn't know this part about the doors open until just now in their house they slept with the doors closed because her mom was afraid mm. of fire so there was always oh. doors closed in the house but her mom would regularly get up because she thought she heard something and see a ghost at Kathy's door. And in their house, there were, there were always guns. Her dad was a big hunter. There was a, a gun safe in the closet. She, it looked so real to her that she would wake up her husband and make him get a gun from the closet to go look for this guy standing at Kathy's door, leaning on the door jam with a cigarette out of his mouth. And as she told it, she thought there was a rifle over his shoulder. So like he was prepared for battle wow. when he was there. I had never heard this story before. Kathy was telling my mother at, at the, after our wedding. And apparently mom kind of did one of those face falling things like, well, wait, tell me more details. Uh, because mom had never shared the story with anybody but dad. And Kathy had never told me because God knows I probably wouldn't have slept at her house as often as <laughs> yeah. I did if I knew yeah. there was a ghost in there. Um, the interesting thing to me, though, is I was thinking about it this week. I met Kathy right before seventh grade. They moved right after we graduated high school. So the only time, you know, they would have encountered the ghost at her house was the time that I knew her. So who knows if somebody prior to that ever saw a ghost and who knows the, the exact timing of when when mom saw it. So. I really wonder, too, has anyone seen the ghost in our house since we left it? Because that house has been sold and resold and resold. 
And you don't tell someone there's yeah, a ghost living. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I really wonder were, were you why the, we sold so much. The first owners? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. It's brand new. So it's like brand new. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so like, I, I do wonder now if it was like, if it was you guys, if like... Like we unearthed the ghost. You you did something that like this area had a history, and now all of a sudden they're just like, oh, there's a place for me to go now. Yeah. Well, what I'm wondering is, did Kathy's mom only see the ghost when you were sleeping over, or was this? Oh, like- that too. No. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. I don't think so. I, saw, I thought Kathy saw them too. Yeah, I, I was going to say. I way. think at some point, yeah, she may have seen it too, Kathy but like, she just too. never told me. And we didn't find that out until the reception at home after your wedding. Yeah. Did they small. live near you? Yeah, they were right down the street. Down I used the street. to ride my bike. In the same house, time. built by the same builder. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the same layout. Same, same bedroom, yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 So the interesting thing about where we live, though, is it's an area called Three Tons, and it was named after a tavern that was right at Butler and Norristown. Yes. Where Twin Spring Farms is. So. And apparently, in doing some research, trying to figure out how much I could find out about this to talk today, there are still the cement steps for that tavern sitting on the side of the Whoa. road there. Like, that is still part of the ruins that, that haven't left. It was named Three Tons because the owner had three tons of either wine or whiskey. There's conflicting stories. But he had the three casks drawn on his sign. That was how he would tell people how much he had and you could come here because he had it on his sign. So, um, but the, um, the story goes that there was some revolutionary war skirmish in three tons. Uh, it's not clear how big it was. If it was enough, it was definitely not enough to be on all the records. It's just a verbal accounting that keeps being passed down around the area. So I don't know. I remember looking it up when, because only recently did you guys figure out that, like, that's what it might have been was this battle. And I remember looking it up and, like, the only sites I could find about it were, like, clearly made by just one guy. Like, it wasn't a history website. It was, like, a guy told yeah, a, a guy story. Yeah, guy just remembered it. Um, I'm sorry. Old lady brain, I just remembered something. I do know someone who moved into Kathy's house after they did. A parent at school yeah. where I work, she her family bought the house from Kathy. And I asked her when we finally figured out the connection, they never saw anything in their house. Whoa. So it's you guys. Oh, my and, gosh. And it, it really is. It's just getting freaky. Wait a minute. But you're both Kathy's. Oh, that's, this is true. But so the... Um, <gasps> that's a weird connection. Yeah. But, but the, the strange thing with that is when I was asking her and I, I pressed her, I was like, come on, seriously, like there has to be something. She actually called her mother because they no longer live there. Yeah. Called her mother and said, all right, tell me, you know, and she's like, nothing, nothing, nothing. But this woman's husband was a big revolutionary war buff. And he and did the say, one. there's a bunch of stuff that did happen in that area. There's just not a lot of documented stuff on it, so. It was, like, a, that was, like, nothing. Like, if you go to, like, Valley Forge, you can tell, like, yeah. a lot of people were here, and it's a big open field, so there's clearly armies. Like, this is just cornfields and dirt. So, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't look like a place where people could have fought something out. But in looking up the maps of the area and write it at Butler and Norristown, and I can't picture what the road is right there, but it's... There was the the um, schoolhouse is still there. 
there was the hotel, there was, there was the tavern, there was the store. Like they have them all mapped out that right at that intersection was the foundation for the town in the early 1700s. So interesting. It would pan out to be, you know, a place where at least there was something happening. And it seems like when you check a lot of history, a lot of stuff happened around those taverns. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's you never know who was staying there and plotting and what have you. So it may have been more than we know. It almost seems like they're standing. It's like very interesting. The door that the Mm -hmm. spirit chooses and the attitude it seems to have is like almost like it's standing watch over you guys. That's the weird part to me. Yeah. Because like there was nothing there before for either of these houses. They were brand new but this ghost is taking a very like watchful position in a place that did not exist in that ghost's lifetime like there was no way that it existed did you ever hear from anybody else in the neighborhood seeing ghosts or did you never talk about no. it no didn't talk about it the, the other thing about the neighborhood though it's so many people had cancer yeah, it's a so weird, many. It's like there's so many. Oh, and young people. What? Yeah. Young people yeah. What? a lot of green. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. That's wild. Because it's not yeah. like a radiation area. No. There had to be something no, in the so dirt. like something was something was there. <clears throat> when wow. they dug up the dirt. Maybe it was the, the old limestone or something, you know, because they had the That's true, we were near a lot of the kilns. <clears throat> I mean they would transport them back and forth on Lime Kill Pike is when they went Yeah, but it's a a, a really unnatural amount of people. That's wild. Yeah, it was it was really sad. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was one of those people. They just like to dress up. Yeah, That's like so interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's co- it has any correlation to. No, it's just no. a strange thing. No. It does feel like poltergeisty. Like yeah. The, the movie, not like right, poltergeist. Like, yeah. But like. That's what I keep thinking we, about. We too. put a development somewhere we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. And now it's kind of cursed with this these things. And if you see that area now, it's. Full. Like it is oh, yeah. fully there's, populated there's houses on top of houses. And like Would, I, I, I wonder if it's still the same. I wonder if there's any connection, and I doubt it, to the other problem we had with the person or thing gnawing on the door from the basement trying to get out. Hey, I'm Danny. I'm John. And we host Blanket and Covers, the show where we cover the covers. Have you ever thought about trying to find every single version of Angel of the Morning or Careless Whispers. That's an us thing, I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If that's something that you think you would be into, I think you should definitely check out our show. We think that by listening to every version of a song that has ever been done can like gain something new. Yeah. Each week we do a, a deep dive through a band's catalog or one specific song. Season one is out there now. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, now tell, tell that story. Yeah, tell the Vincent story. <laughs> you would hear the scratch, scratch noise at night. And of course, Pat would go down to the basement with his, with golf, his golf club. club. With his golf club. <laughs> and we could never find anything. And just one day, a long time passed, I was down the basement. And for some reason, someone had closed the door because normally it would have been left open so I could just walk right out. And I'm coming up the steps and I glance at the door and the whole bottom of the door was chewed off. It was just, you could see the marks That's, like I hate nails that. had chewed <laughs> off the bottom of the door. Was and then it was really eerie. It's like, okay, what's living in the basement? Yeah. <laughs> what's doing? We didn't have access to outside. The part that's making this scarier to me now is... I was unaware of this open door policy 
until we started recording that like it's just a like a coincidence that the door happened to be right. closed and this thing was stuck in it which means if you were hearing it most nights that means that most nights whatever this was, was could just to get be in your house oh no 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 be in the basement the open, the open door was only upstairs <clears throat> okay that so basement that, that door, didn't extend to the basement no. when my mother told me this story the other day about the thing in the basement scratching she specifically said, I hate being in the basement. I hated it. I hated it because it was so dark. I always kept the door closed so that I didn't have to even ever think about going down there. Mm. And she said, when I would get to the bottom of the steps, I would always dart to the top to get out of there as fast as I could. So that door was always closed. Mm. Yeah. That's just such a scary thing. That door had to be closed because if it was opened, you couldn't walk. Yeah, you couldn't you walk, could, you couldn't walk past the wall. Oh, okay. Closed. So it was so, always closed. Was it like a frantic scratching? I don't know. You could just hear the that kind of noise. Yeah. I mean, did it sound like somebody was was it oh, like somebody, gently oh, gnawing or like trying? Like like. Somebody was trying to get out or something. More like a, we thought it was just a, a rat or a mouse or yeah. Oh, joy. or a possum. Or, joy. Yeah. We were living in a house with a rat. Trying <laughs> well, to get we lived next to woods. We lived yeah. next to woods. Yeah. I mean, they hunted. We had hunters in. out there. You know, in hunting season, we had the hunters right yeah. at our door. I mean, think about it. Like we live in the city that like. When there's snow, everybody has a mouse problem because, like, all of a sudden really? they can't live outside. There's nowhere yeah. to go. Yeah. They they all just go oh, inside and interesting. They lived there first. There just happens to be a house in the spot they're going now. <laughs> like, yeah. And we also had something unusual about that house. Uh, it, it was a <laughs> Not hole. Not the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I don't know if there's a connection to the basement. There was a whole row of the same houses. They're identical houses, big two-story colonials, and we moved in. And we were the only ones at the end of the street. We picked the furthest spot by the woods. Of course. So I could watch the other <laughs> the houses being spot. built. And when they were building the house next door, I noticed that they were putting this black tar all around the basement outside. Ooh. And I'm thinking, I don't ever, because I, I watched them build. We lived in the sample for a while, so we could mm -hmm. watch the house being built. And I thought, they never did that to our house. Oh. And I went, I went to talk to the guy because they were still selling them. I said, you ne maybe this is why we're getting water in the basement, because you never tarred the outside of the house. He told me I was crazy. I said, Of course, they, they didn't mess up. I said, no, it, it's not done. I said, I, I would know if it had been done. It's not done. This I'll doesn't sound like it. you at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so he came out and hired these two guys who cursed the whole time they were there because they were furious. Cause they cursed had a, and put a curse on they the had house. A, they yes. cursed the house. But they had to dig the a trench around the whole oh, house. Wow. Oh, and had to like go in. And so they could put the black tar on, which of course you know they never got to the very bottom because, you know, they're digging. Yes. Yeah. So I don't wow. know what, you know. I would really hate to be an animal in this area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. Just every, every opening is just taken from mm -hmm. yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, I used to walk one summer when I worked at the day camp behind us, I walked to work through the woods. And there was a nice trail. I mean, it, there was a what, flower farm at one oh, point yeah. uh -huh. opposite us. So there was like trucks well, she, could access she, she it. raised orchids or something. Yeah, Whatever it was, they competed even yeah. in other states. So, but I used to walk the trail to get up there. And there was one morning where there was a raccoon who, first of all, shouldn't have been out in the daylight. Yeah, 
in the tree hissing at me. Yeah. <laughs> Walking backwards to go yeah. home. That raccoon for sure knew you were cursed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he used to go after Maureen all the time. That's fun. very yeah. funny. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> Poor Maureen. Uh, we just have our rabbit raccoon. Go. He's just do, around. Do you know what's interesting? <laughs> the house has been sold so many times. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because it's haunted? And I wonder if... The people are I like, think, i got to get out I of here. I think you should, after you get a haircut, <laughs> no judgment. No, I think I should uh, put on my, my Mormon finest. Uh, <laughs> and ask. I think you should go knock on the door. And actually, you know what's funny? It just sold again. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was just up a couple months ago. I wonder if the listing is still there, because I would love to talk to the people who moved out. Yeah, that's the one yeah. you want. Because I, I don't want to talk out. to people who just moved in. Right. Freak them out. That would be but rude. That, that would yeah. be rude. <laughs> but it has been sold so many times. It was there any other um, things that you felt in the house other than the soldier? Wasn't that enough? No, that's <laughs> more than enough. <laughs> I'm just covering bases. That no. was more than enough. Yeah. No, no. 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 We never had like things moved or it was it was a strange place to live though. I don't know how what you would say with the ground and where we stood. Because when it snowed, our little development got snowed in. Oh, wow. Pinecone Pike out there is yeah. perfectly fine. There were times when we had three or four snow trucks, you know, that stuck. Really? Because there was so much snow. Yeah, we had so much snow. It really does feel street. cursed. How the yeah. more we talk about this. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and one particular time, I, you don't need to put this in there, but I, I was looking <laughs> out, I was looking out at this snow, and I spotted these black things going up and down these mounds of snow out on Bell Lane. Just that, and I found out we had a Catholic school right there, and that's when the nuns used to wear long habits, and it was the nuns playing in the snow. I'm, I'm for sure leaving that in. That's so that cute. is adorable. Yeah, it's oh like the God. opposite of the raccoon story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't figure out what it was. We just re- we just found our reprieve for yeah. the episode. <laughs> Poor raccoon, but what a wonderful nun. Oh, and that's playing in the snow. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Thinking about that snow, though, when I was in high school and I was working at McDonald's, there was a time when I was scheduled to be in there in the morning and I couldn't get in because the snow drifts were so high. And I called them and they're like, bull. Yeah. They sent somebody to come and get me and they couldn't get me. Wow. (laughs) Dad used to go through the same thing because he couldn't get in. Yeah. What do you mean you can't get in? We can't get out. Every place else is fine. We're like, no. That's... Okay, you know want to know another curse story? Yeah, Ooh. of course. All right. <laughs> so, in what high school... Said, no, we're just like, no, nah, episode's over. <laughs> yeah. We got the no, one we came for. Just yeah. telling you tales now. So, there was a morning in high school, and this guy, Frank, who used to live on the other side of the flower farm, would walk through and come to me, and then we would walk down to the bus stop together. And, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, sorry. So there was one morning where, you know, you get up in the morning and go to take your shower in the morning. And all of a sudden there's this big old green flash outside of the house. Oh, we had one of those at our house once. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. This is a little different than that. Oh. Big old green flash right out there. We lived in a cul-de-sac, so it was like three houses right here. (laughs) Maureen very nicely goes, oh, well, the Martians have landed. I guess we're not going to school today. (sighs) We don't think anything of it. We get out. We go about our business. Should say Maureen's your sister. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry, Maureen. Maureen's my little sister. Uh, Frank comes to knock on the door, and he's like, "Do you guys see what's out in the middle of the circle?" 
a squirrel had chewed through the lines. Oh, and was completely oh this, that yes. fried, oh fried, petrified squirrel in the middle I, of yeah. the circle. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about I really feel like this episode is, is just a whole, like, is it cursed or are we just in the middle of the woods? <laughs> like, yeah. what is well, it? You know, and that's what I was telling you <laughs> the other day. Growing up in that house is probably the reason why I made your father buy only houses that were attached to other houses. Because <laughs> I wanted to be able to blame every noise that I heard. But that's how I feel now. Where, where we just moved in the city, I'm like... Oh, what's that noise? Oh, we can it's just hear neighbors. our neighbors. I it's hate our new house. It is, I can hear every single thing. If like my neighbor shuts like a, a door or something, it sounds like someone is shutting one of our doors. Yeah. So it, I always. It lines up perfectly. It sounds. Home, so right, like, right. Well, that's. I every, have to get Every house it. we've ever been in has been attached to another house we have never. And <laughs> growing up in Maple Glen, <laughs> I used to turn on. The attic fan. We had this whole house fan oh, yeah. that was so loud, it literally sounded like a plane landing right in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> it shook the house. And mom always warned us, too, that it's drawing so much air that if you don't open a window a little bit, it's going to suck all the air out of the house and you guys aren't going to be able to breathe. <laughs> okay, fine. So Plausible. dead of winter. Plausible. Yes. Dead of winter, we would open a window downstairs, a little crack, and turn that fan on. And it was on a timer and we would turn it <clears throat> Yeah, your brother wanted to go. As it could go. I don't want to know. I, I couldn't blame a sound on anything else. Well, my mom, so I lived in, it, now it's way more developed, but my house was pretty uh, lonely. And <laughs> oh, it was all by itself it, for it a had, long, it had its long time. House <laughs> we have pictures, yeah, we have pictures of it just being the only thing. But my mom, the excuse was always, it's settling. So, like in the winter and uh, the mm. summer, you're like, it's the pipes. Because the pipe, like the electric and the plumbing, is was like done by some random person, like not a plumber. So, so like everything. So any noise I would hear, because I would of course always hear noises. I would just be like, it's just the house settling. Like <laughs> it's just the pipes. Even though I was like, I don't know about it. I think there had to be something about the neighborhood because the street. Can I say what street it was or not? I I'll, I'll figure. Don't, don't, yeah. I won't say. But our street was lined up with a, a major street you know you, you'd have to walk for a distance to get to but which if you're listening <clears throat> closely we already know which one that but like, is yeah. but like lime kiln bike lime yeah. kiln bike yeah. when it snowed they, they'd come through and traffic went through and things were fine and as we said we got more snow just you know a few feet the other way but we had we had troubles with a, with a car and i can't tell you how many cars we went through that the dealer would give dad a, a new car. Car worked fine in Jenkintown. When they got to our house, in a day or so, it didn't work anymore. I kind of almost think your family is cursed because <laughs> Dan has I, I that. Can't, I'm, I'm slowly starting. I have, I have haunted car problems. I can't sure. tell you how many cars we, we got in a car this morning that wouldn't go in gear. We had to drive a different car over here. Yeah, we had different cars yeah, all the time. Your family it, has car and yeah, the car dealer. Car, car the car yeah. dealer went crazy. He said the car's perfectly fine. Okay, fine. Deliver the car. He brings the car up, and the next day we're calling. Car doesn't work. Wow, yeah. that is so weird. This is well, wild. I will yeah. say you're saying it's there's a lot of limestone. Oh yeah. So limestone, like this hasn't been proven, obviously, because paranormal stuff isn't. But they think that it has like a different like energy frequency than like other rock 
and that it is like it encourages like this weird stuff like Penn State has a lot of limestone underneath it um and it has like some some hauntings and things like that so you okay we're fine okay (laughs) I don't know where the the quarry was but Limekiln Pike is where they transported the lime yeah forth and that was that was our backyard Pretty much, like yeah. from Yeah, something about like the back. frequency or something. It 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 makes you know. I'd love to know why. Entirely different, but I'd love to know why. Just a few houses down, they dug up behind and put up three tons junior high. Mm-hmm. Beautiful new school. So now we definitely know where. It was. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You, you well, it's, you we already said no. We already said three tons. totally fine. And they. In just like two years, two years, they tore, they oh, tore it down. I can tell you that whole story. That has nothing to do with what, this. What, why did they tear it down? <laughs> drama? It's just it's a brand new school. school. It's just school board drama. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. okay. Now, I thought I, maybe there was something wrong. I, I, was, I was reminded of another story from our house. which I, The I, SIDS person? I don't necessarily want to talk about that part because that part's a bummer. But the toys turning on. Okay. And, and, and not not the same layout of the house that you grew up in, but similar and in the same room. So, so it's your ghost. It's current ghost. No, this was yeah. in our house. We were oddly enough too. We were the third owners in like five years, and when because I think other people when they heard what happened in the house decided not to have babies in the house. Um, so as we were painting the walls, there was something written in one of the closets and it was like dates or something. And I was like, oh, that's just weird. And Ooh. just painted over it and didn't care. Put the boys in another room and this room was going to be Lena's. And we had all these donated toys from people and clothes that were in there. And at the time she was such a baby, she was still sleeping in our room. And it'd be the middle of the night and the toys would start playing mm. in the room. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. So now we know why we have. And there was yeah, like a it's, it's there was you. a squishy book that you know you used to touch parts of it and it would make sounds. It would do that in the middle of the night. Do you remember, Dave? I threw that out oh, yeah. so fast the next day. <laughs> also, my dad's here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other than that, the only other random weird thing that happened in our house was went upstairs once and the iron was on. Oh. Like plugged in and on and they're like. No, it's not a thing. I'm looking at him going, did we do this? No. Why Why did Should all four of you? Huh? Should I own one now? Yeah. Why did all four of you like to sleep with noise? Or because of where bad? we lived. It, so we had a huge attic fan. And, and that, <laughs> that didn't matter. Winter, summer, spring, fall, that attic fan went on, on so that they could sleep. Yeah. I, I do wonder if like, you had a sense of it, or if it was just like being in the woods, being scary. a kid. Yeah, like, I think I was always afraid that somebody was in the house, huh. and there was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I would not go in the basement. Oh God, forbid! I would not uh, okay. go in that basement. And if I went down in the basement, I left the door open. You left it open <laughs> so yeah, you, you could run, run up those steps. You let that scratchy spirit. Did your out. siblings ever lock each other? Because we used to oh, lock our siblings in the basement because we're terrible. Oh, I'm sure that happened. But I mean, clearly, I remember very little from growing up. But I, I bet you, if you ask my siblings, there's it's a yeah, probably tales of so, you know, being I had, locked in the basement. I had a story that goes way back though, when I was in grade school. Uh-oh, oh, way back, <clears throat> and. 
we lived in Long Island. And out of the blue, in the seventh grade, we moved to Staten Island. I thought, why, why in the world do we move? You know, <laughs> to start school in the seventh grade was really tough. I said, something must have happened. And so when I started going to school on my own, I had to walk a long distance to get the bus because there was no school bus, as you would. It was public transportation. And this car always followed me. And oh. it did for years. Even when I went to high school, I would, I would get off to, I took a little rapid transit like here, like Warman State. You took the bus and then the train. And this guy in the car followed me all the time. And I often wondered, why did we move from Long Island? Well, we had a lovely home. You know, I was in the seventh grade. Why did you do that to me? And, and we moved to Staten Island, where I knew no one. And all of a sudden, this guy is following me. And I never told a soul, because I think there's a real stupid reason. I, I never told my parents that this was happening, because after school, I would go roller skate, because that was my dream. I wanted to be a professional for all skating. <laughs> I had very, I had custom-made skates, boots. That's that, that, awesome. That That's works, awesome. yeah. And uh, I never let anyone know. And you know, my sisters were ten and eleven years older than I were, and I always wanted to ask them, "Did do you have any idea why why I got moved?" Because I was the only one left. They got married, so I, I felt like I had somebody watching me all those years. That's what? very bizarre. So did, did he keep on following me? I don't know. That's so bizarre. It sure was. It was scary. But I was just like, determined that it wasn't going to interfere with my life. So I was like, skating. just no way. Just leave me alone. That wasn't happening. I need to And you're like exactly the right age, too, where your parents are like, no, we just needed to move. Like, you're not going to give a full story to a seventh grader. Like, Yeah, and there had to be a reason. I never found out what the reason was. Hmm. So were were they there for like your sisters' lives, like through school? Like they were oh, there yeah. for like the whole oh, yeah. like school career. Oh and then... yeah, and for them to get married too. And my parents were alive when I got married, so yeah, they were still around. Oh, they. Were, I mean, I just mean in that house, like before. No, before they were in Long Island through the school through their entire of, school. Of Island, yes. Yeah, and then Staten. And then ten years after, then and Staten, then... and then Staten Island. So I was the only one that moved. It, My it sisters feels, were married by the time we moved to Staten Island. It, so it feels weird. very specific to be so settled and then to uh -huh. abruptly. And I oh I, I forgot the one thing. I used to go to uh, a hypnotist here. When was this? Here in Pennsylvania. Okay. I first started out at the local high school taking you know, class. And that was when we were in Maple Glen, right? Yeah, yeah. And Lillian went with me, a neighbor went with me. And then we were so intrigued with it, we followed up with the hypnotist. And she was an accredited hypnotist. She worked at one of the hospitals. You can get accredited. <laughs> it wasn't just a hobby. You know, she was. So there were five of us. We took, after we went through the classes at the high school, two of us decided we wanted to learn more. And we went to her home. And there were five of us. And uh, everyone had a different problem. Okay. And uh, the only thing I had was I wanted to know why I got moved <laughs> from Long Island to Staten Island. Yeah. In the seventh grade. Like, maybe you can bring me back. And, and uh, so after a few weeks, she worked with me privately. And then finally she said to me, very serious, she said, uh, stop trying. She said, you don't want to know what it was. <gasps> Whoa. I'm going to need you to try this again. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how it ended. 
And you never knew. You never learned why. I have no idea why. No. <gasps> but she. And was, you were being followed. She was so specific. Don't, just drop it. She said, "You don't want to know." Is this person still active? Can we? I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I know her name. She used to work at one of the hospitals. Yeah. I mean, we had we had people in this class. There were four or five of us. The one guy had a entirely different problem. He had to travel the turnpike a whole lot, going back and forth to work, and and he couldn't go past any of the rest stops without going to the bathroom. Oh. So it, inter- it interfered with his traveling because it was driving him crazy. So he was just trying to do like a quit smoking hypnotism, right? Right. Yeah. And, but it worked. Behavior. But it worked. Yeah. So she's. Pretty legit. So, well, she was. She, I forget what hospital it was on Stanton Avenue, someplace. It was mostly with uh, children and and even childbirth or whatever. But she worked at the hospital, so she was an authentic. You know, I have so much more research to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I really want you to go to a hypnotist again. Like I, I want to know the end we of the had story. Either, you you probably know it was Lo Pinto, our neighbor. Her, her brother was a, a real crazy guy and he he lost he couldn't remember where he had parked his truck because <laughs> he was drunk okay and no one knew where it was so, so my friend who had went through the classes with me or Pinto said let's go ask her so she, she had a, a private session for her brother and the hypnotist and the hypnotist told him where, they where, found the where, truck, where, where found the truck. <laughs> This person is so cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. We had a fine truck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. In the impound lot, I should repeat. It's what, yeah. <laughs> that's what we were laughing at. Um, yeah. So she had a lot of interesting wow. stories, but she told me to stop. Don't don't try. She said, wow. I don't want to go back. I never forgot it that. It really makes but me. I can what still, could it be? I can yeah, still hear her say that. Don't take it any further. She said, You don't want to know. And your parents never wanted to talk they, to you? No. Do they seem weird about it? Who? Your parents. No, like, were they, really. like, cagey about, like, my, questions? My parents were much older. Uh, I guess that's true. You had siblings yeah, who were 10 years older. my sisters were 10, 10 or 11 yeah. years older than I was. By the time I came along, you know, I was, I was a little two-pound baby, so, you know. Oh. <laughs> I was. I... Yeah, there's the whole uh, so story many about not recording mom's birth from yeah, I have, here I have, because they didn't think she was right, going to make I it. I have two different birth certificates. I can, oh, yes, I know this story. I can prove, yeah. um, you know, what, When did hospitals, hospitals are like, we're, we're not she, she might not one. make yeah. it? Yeah, let's not worry about this. But oh, you're still born. Two pounds you're still born. To have, to live. I know, there should it's still a, be record of the birth, even right. if, yeah. even if you don't make it. You're breathing. Yeah. Can I tell you where I was born, though? Yeah. And I, and I also think I know <laughs> I know someone else, but it, you might want to cut that off when I get to it. I don't know. Uh, it was called Doctor Daly Sanitarium. Wait, where I was born? You were born in, in a sanitarium. sanitarium. But it was. I looked. I don't it have up. questions anymore. No, no. You can look it up. I just looked yeah, it I up like, last year. Uh, what, what was it? It's Doctor Daly Sanitarium. All right. Because that's going to be the picture for the episode. I found out, though. The ghost has nothing to do with me. Dr. Daly was our private physician. Okay. And I found out You just happened to work there? No. Or like you were born in the sanitarium? I was born at Dr. Daly. But I saw it just last year. I looked it up. It's in Queens. It's a private 
hospital primarily for childbirth. Yeah, the story of sanitarium. That's, yeah. Because yeah. you have to be And crazy. I also think, <laughs> do you know who else I think was probably born there? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Whoa! <laughs> really? Donald Trump? Because wow. when you read, Astoria, yeah. Well, because when you read about it online, about that This is place, going everywhere. It, 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 this it was, it was, it was <laughs> I'm so sorry. We are on no, tangents. No, it's great. No, it I was, love it. It was a hospital, whatever you want to call it, that catered to wealthy women, it said. <sighs> and I read it just last year when so I was reading up on it. So what was your telephone operator... What my mother your... wasn't working then. My mother was very busy with the Democratic Association. <laughs> what did your dad do? He worked for the sanitation department. But you have to realize, we had a lot of money. That's a good job. That's we a... had a lot of money because my father wanted to buy half the Bronx. And, and we owned a house. You guys could have been the Trumps. No, wait. The best story <laughs> is when her dad wanted to invest in UPS. Right. And That'll my, never gra- go my anywhere. grandmother told him not, not to. And then he wanted to buy half the Bronx. My Wait, he's, she left out that story. Right. He went and asked her grandmother, right. who was a wealthy landowner. And On Park Avenue, yeah. Yeah, and York. she was like, wow. It, it's some amazing stories about her. But he said, what do you think? I, I heard this new thing I should it's be investigating. She goes, you're going to invest in something that's going to compete with the post office? Are you an idiot? And then it was. Oh. So he didn't. <laughs> he, never, he never forgave him. He never forgave him. I wouldn't either. I would, yeah. It would be the last thing I said but, on my deathbed. Like, but can't I can't believe you did that. I love you. I never yes. thought about it, though. All of my cousins lived in two bedroom apartments. And you guys They had, had two or three kids each, but they still lived in a two bedroom apartment in the Bronx, in Brooklyn. We were the only ones that had a house. Yeah. And I never thought about it, but obviously my father had money. And yeah. we had a house. So, so we had the house, and of course, I went to Dr. Daly. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm sure that that's where that other I guy went to. I wonder if you having money is why you guys had to move. That does feel like part of it now. We're no slowly idea. getting to the point. Yeah. I mean, if you worked in sanitation, there's a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Like, what what is, air where, quotes, where, where, sanitation. Yes, where did the money really come from? <laughs> maybe, you had to, maybe that person following you was someone who was like checking up on their investments. Who knows? Um, yeah, checking the legitimacy of a lot of things. Yes. This is... Mm. A no, whole I always thought. <laughs> yeah, but he, he followed me in, in he followed me in Long Island too. He followed me all the time. Where in Long Island too. Was, he followed me. He followed me. Oh, so from followed you and then followed you to the new place to, to follow Staten you Island. again. Yeah, from Long Island wow. to Staten Island. Wow, yeah, that's so you much worse. Not telling your parents. Oh, I would tell my mom and me. I don't care what it is that I was trying to hide from my parents. I would have to. It'd be yeah, like, but then I would do this guy. I'm a little Then baby. I wouldn't I'm have been allowed to go skate. All right, which I did, which I did every day. This is really you scary. Me. You don't understand. I did it every day. Okay, so I just wanna, I, I just want to go on record. This I is my mother lying to her mother. We're withholding information. No, I didn't lie. I withheld information. I so if there was ever anything, if any of my siblings are listening to this, that you withheld from my parents, it was okay. It was justified. It was learned behavior. If you behavior. had to go in the name of skating. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I, and when you're okay. young, you kind of think you're infallible. But that roller, like, yeah, the roller, roller skating, skating I did was like the ice skating you see. 
you know, it That's was awesome. it Fancy. was the dance. Oh, there's, there's amazing that, roller skating from, yeah, from I mean, that it, era when it like first it wasn't became going, a thing. It wasn't yeah. going around in a circle. If somebody yeah. asked you to dance and go around in a circle, you'd go, no, no. <laughs> Too good for you that. had to be part of the, the in, you know. Oh, the in crowd. Well, the you had to be, no, it had to be the people who, who you skated. Had to earn it. You had to earn it. had to be crowd. people yeah. who were part of the skating club oh, who, you know, so who knew the dances, who knew the, you know. That's awesome. All right, we're going to end it on that because. We're not yeah, but the sad, I had to go the skate. Sad, the saddest yeah. part, though, while well, I was still in high school. Oh, it on this thing. They, they, <laughs> sold, they sold the roller skating rink Aww. and put up a supermarket. Aww. Uh, and then big yellow taxi. Did the guy whatever. keep following you after that? Oh, yeah. wait. I, I have to. One last thing. Way back then, there, there was no such thing as advance notice that a hurricane was coming. And we were only a block from the water. And I was at my sister's house in Long Island, babysitting, and a hurricane came. And there was no way to communicate with my parents to even see if they were alive. I had no oh, idea wow. what was going wow. on. So the fresh little kid I was, okay, we finally found them. They, they got out by rowboat, and they were at, wow. they were taken to the local hospital. They were taken to the local hospital. Because my mother was a switchboard operator, and she worked. And the first thing I said to my parents when I saw them, Where'd you put my roller skates? <laughs> All right. I'm glad we kept going. That's what we're ending on. That's, That's awesome. Oh, my God. We learned a lot today. Yeah, I was just excited. Normally, we end the show with plugs. So I guess we'll defer to Dan. Yeah, I have those. I was supposed to do it at the beginning, and I forgot to. Yeah. But, yeah, my, my covers podcast that also, if you listen to season one, features my family members. <laughs> But uh, yeah, every week we pick a band or a song and we just listen to as many covers as we possibly can, and it's a lot of fun. You did an episode, season one, that was torturous for everybody, because yeah. it was I Will Always Love You and not a lot of variety in it. But then uh, you're in the Ska episode Ska coming out, season, I think, yeah. next week, and that one is so much fun. Yeah. What's it called, Sandy? Blanketing Covers. Yeah, check it out if you want to hear me talk about stuff that's not scary for once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and feel feelings every week and waste robot stuff, but whatever. That's all always mentioned in, in this show. So, yeah, that's it. All righty. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Man. Find us all the places you get podcasts and subscribe. Visit our website at realchillspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at realchillspodcast. Do you know someone who should be on Real Chills? Is that person you? Go to realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Jamamber McShane. Artwork by Libby Rundell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Traskowski. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.